Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. When it comes to building resilient kids, control is the most unhelpful thing we can do. And now here's the stars of our show... My mum and dad. G'day, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm here with my wife, Kylie. I'm the founder of happyfamilies.com.au and I've written six books about how to have happy families, how to raise happy kids. And Kylie and I are the parents of six children. We love getting your feedback. Email us at podcast, that's with an S, podcast at happyfamilies.com.au and let us know how you're enjoying the podcast. Or better yet, jump onto your podcast app and leave us a rating and review. Takes about 60 seconds. All you've got to do is like click on our podcast tile and then it says leave a rating and review. You click the five stars and then you write something brief. Karishma Dunn just gave us a five-star review and she said, the go-to parenting podcast. Yeah. I have listened to several podcasts and this one has replaced most of them. Practical, realistic and down-to-earth has become a weekly discussion topic for my husband and I. The books and webinars are a great resource as well. Well, that's awesome. Thanks so much, Karishma Dunn. We really appreciate your five-star rating and review of the podcast. It's those ratings and reviews that help other people to find out about the podcast to make their families happier as well. Uh, Today, uh, we're talking about, um, sorry, uh, do I sound like I'm out of breath just a little bit? A couple of weeks ago, we had this thing happen where uh, we were in the middle of recording our podcast and the bin truck went past and Mrs. Happy Families mentioned that the kids hadn't taken the bins out, which is their job. It's, it's one, one simple responsibility. Take the bins to the bottom of the driveway for the bin truck. But they walk down. They walk down the driveway to catch the bus. So they get the bus to school. And uh, I've just dashed back into the office after running about 600 metres down the street <laughs> to the corner for the second time in about a month. Were you barefoot again? <laughs> yeah, I was barefoot again. <laughs> and I'm just catching my breath. But we've got to do this uh, because um, book club is happening tomorrow night. <laughs> tomorrow night and I'm going to stop talking so I can catch my breath and you can tell everyone what's happening with oh why are we doing book club why are we talking about book club do all that while I recover so as part of the happy families membership one of the things that we offer to our members is book club this is an opportunity where you get to have me in your lounge room instead of the expert (laughs) and um, just have a chat about the things that um, you've written about yeah, so, so everything in book club uh, comes from my – well, at the moment we're working through Nine Ways to a Resilient Child, which was my, my third book, uh, and we go through a different book each school term. So Nine Ways to a Resilient Child. Tomorrow night, our final conversation about what's in this book and how to raise independent thinking, resilient children – What's in store for our Happy Families members? Oh, by the way, you can get information about the membership at happyfamilies.com.au. Had to put that plug in there. What's in store for our book club members tomorrow night? So tomorrow night we're actually doing the final three chapters. It's going to be a little bit of a squeeze, but we're going to try and attempt it. And today we're just going to talk about two of those chapters. We're talking about autonomy supportive parenting and strength-based parenting. Okay, well, let's unpack them one at a time. When it comes to autonomy supportive parenting and what that actually means. You, you know what I reckon the best example of it is? You, you know that um, that Goldcast video on Facebook that went uh, kind of viral for me a few years ago? I think we got like something like 78 million views on it. Does that count as kind of viral? Kind of. Yeah, okay, so we got about 78 million views. If you haven't seen it or heard it, uh, let me play it for you now because this really explains what autonomy supportive parenting actually is. As you've just heard, my wife and I are the parents of six children. If you look closely at the screen, you'll also note something interesting about my family, and that is that my six children are all daughters. 
But this is Chanel uh, with a couple of her friends in, in our kitchen goofing off and Chanel's just turned 17. I was driving to work with her and I could tell as she drove that she was not happy. It might have been the way that she revved through the six gears on her way to top speed in the 60 zone and, and, and she just wasn't happy. And, and I commented, I said, Chanel, you seem like you're unhappy. And she rolled her eyes and I said, I get a sense that you're unhappy with me. And she said, yes, Dad, I am. And I said, I'm so glad that you've told me that. Could you tell me why? She said, well, sure. Today I found out that two weeks ago, all of my friends had a party and they didn't invite me and I only just found out about it today. And when I asked them why they didn't invite me, they said, well, because it was the kind of party that Dr. Justin Coulson wouldn't have approved of. (sighs) And for those of you for whom the penny didn't drop, I'm Dr. Justin Coulson. And straight away I felt so bad for her. I thought, oh my goodness, my, my parenting is causing my daughter to be ostracized and isolated and to feel horrible and to miss out on opportunities to be with her friends. But do I want her to have those opportunities? <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, you know, if they didn't invite you to a party that I wouldn't approve of, it sounds like there probably were a few things going on that are not consistent with our values. Uh, was there alcohol being consumed and potentially misused? She said, yes. I said, were there other drugs being consumed and potentially misused? She said, almost certainly. I said, were people disappearing into rooms for intimate encounters that they may or may not regret the next day? She said, possibly. I said, well, I'm really glad you weren't there. And so I said, do we need to revisit the rules? She looked at me, she said, dad, I know why we have the rules. I've been part of the conversations, remember? I said, "Uh, okay. I said, I want to ask you a tough question. You're nearly an adult. You're a year and a bit off being an adult. Now, I think these are good rules, but do we need to rethink the rules? And then I waited and my heart pounded. (laughs) And eventually she said, Dad, I don't like the rules. And my heart stopped. (laughs) And I said, and I started to think of how to respond. And as I was thinking, she jumped in and added something else for me. She said, right now, Dad, I don't like the rules one little bit. but they're good rules. I think we should keep them. This is the kind of line that every parent dreams of hearing from their kids. (laughs) The heavens opened and the angels started singing and I just wanted to hug her. I was like, yes. If, If you paid attention to the story, you don't get it by saying, well, damn it, they're good rules and I expect that you will keep them. That's part of being in this family. That's called control. And that's not how we get to this point. Instead, we get it through this thing called autonomy. Force creates resistance. But great relationships build autonomy, which allows us to leverage trust, which builds massive influence. Thank you. Ah, Look at you. You've gone all weepy on me. <laughs> it must be the music. Yeah, yeah, couldn't have anything to do with the story. <laughs> so, so that was a uh, a video that went viral for us a couple of years ago on Facebook with the Goldcast page, and um, like I said, something like 78, 79, 80 million people have now viewed that video. Although we know some people who have viewed it multiple times, which is probably you know I, I don't know anyone that's watched it a million Someone? times, but <laughs> but it has gone up a little bit because of multiple viewings by some people. Anyway, autonomy supportive parenting is is a critical part of building resilient kids. One of the little quotes that came out of my reading that 
really jumped out at me says, to see the world through our children's eyes and investigate their perspective means we slow down, we listen and understand, not just in our heads, but in our hearts. And over the last few weeks, we've talked a little bit about this change of heart with Miss Emily's um, experiences. And I just really kind of hit me just how important it is that our hearts are in the right place as we're trying to help our children navigate this really challenging time in their lives. You know, when it comes to building resilient kids, control is the most unhelpful thing we can do. We actually have to let our children experience life and try life on. We need to detach ourselves from the outcome and say to our kids, what do you think is going to be the best thing here? If I give you your autonomy, if I stop controlling you, what is going to work best? It's as we support their autonomy with appropriate guidelines when necessary that they start to figure out who they are. They start to develop a sense of identity. They start to figure out their values and identify whether or not they do or don't want to proceed in a certain direction. Autonomy supportive parenting is the very essence of what it is to be able to raise a resilient child. One of the other topics that you actually talk about and touch on in this chapter is this idea of trust, this idea of um, whether or not as parents we actually trust that our children will make the right decisions. That's a really, really scary place to be as a parent when you just, you can see the pitfalls, you can see where things could go wrong and possibly are going to go wrong. And yet we've got to give them the opportunity to spread their wings a little bit and make decisions that they just, our, our, our hearts are pounding. Yeah. And again, control becomes the default if we don't trust our children. Uh, trust is how children kind of figure stuff out. And, and people will say, well, how do you know if you can trust your kids? And my response is there's only one way you have to trust them. And parents will say, well, but if I trust them and then they do the wrong thing, then what then? And my response is you sit down and you go through the three E's of effective discipline. You explore what happened. You explain what your expectations are and then you empower them. Uh, you know, Alfie Cohn says this so well. He says, if you want to have responsible kids, you've got to give them responsibility. But as soon as our children fail or shirk responsibility, a lot of parents say, well, that's it. You're not responsible. So I'm taking responsibility away from you, which is counterproductive. We've actually got to give them the trust and give them the responsibility. So obviously we'll go into that a lot more detail in book club tomorrow night. And uh, what, what are the other, what's the other topic that we're going to uh, go through in this conversation? Strength-based parenting. All right, let's do that right after the break. It's the Happy Families Podcast. Are screens creating tension at home? Tweens, Teens and Screens is a webinar to guide families to healthy, safe, super screen solutions. Buy today at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. And today we are exploring a couple of chapters out of Nine Ways to a Resilient Child in... Preparation for book club tomorrow night. So book club is what our Happy Families members get to participate in once a term for about four weeks. We go through one of my books, we unpack it, we talk about all the stuff that's there. We've just talked about the importance of autonomy, supportive parenting when it comes to building resilient kids. And now strengths-based parenting, which one of my uh, colleagues, Lee Waters from the University of Melbourne at the Graduate School of Education in the Centre for Positive Psychology, how's that for a title? Uh, she's written a book called The Strength Switch, which really goes into detail about all of this. Uh, but I've, I've written a chapter about how we can 
tap into our kids' strengths. What struck you as you were reading that chapter? Well, see, I'm a time poor parent who doesn't Just have wants very now. much time, and so I still am trying to get this book read before <laughs> right. book club tomorrow night. Hurry up, gosh! <laughs> so I actually haven't read too much out of the strengths-based parenting chapter. Um, well, that's probably a good thing because we're almost at the end of the podcast anyway. <laughs> but what what uh, what should we talk about? What did you want to well, highlight? Well, I wanted you to kind of, I guess, just define what a strength is for mm. us and then elaborate a little bit on what it actually means to parent with strengths in mind. So the first thing that I'm going to say about strengths is whenever I do conferences and I'm talking about well-being and strengths, I, I get everyone to have a little bit of a chat in small groups and, and identify for themselves, you know, how do you define a strength? Some people say, oh, it's, it's persistence or it's being kind. I'm like, no, that's an example of a strength. I'm talking about how do you define what strengths are, not give me examples. And, and most of the time people will put up their hand and say, it's what you're good at. And my response is, are you any good at driving? Are you any good at doing the dishes? And most people will say, yeah, I'm pretty good at both of those things. And I say, well, is it a strength of yours because you're good at it? And at that point, the penny drops and most people say, no, nah, there's more to it than that. They're, they're things that I'm confident in. They're things that I'm good at. But is that actually a strength? Probably not. When we look at the academic literature, strengths are something that's inside us, like it's pre-existing. It was always there. You know how some kids, they're born and you put a ball near them and they know how to kick it. Or you play music and they know how to sing. Or they sit in front of the piano or pick up a musical instrument and they know how to play. Or they see another child having a hard time and they know how to be a friend. That is, it's it's pre-existing. It's like it's innate. It's in them. Not only that, but they are good at it, but it lights them up. It sparks something for them. It energizes them. And, and it feels like they're being their authentic self when they get to live that strength. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about strengths. Uh, a, a, a wonderful uh, colleague and friend of mine, Todd Cashton, who's written a book called Curious uh, and the Dark Side of Your Upside, has uh, defined strengths as this. He says, it's the potential for excellence that's inside all of us. We all have a potential for excellence inside ourselves and so do our children. I actually ran a seminar recently for a school and there was one parent who said, I don't think my child has any strengths. <laughs> I said, oh my goodness, we need to have a conversation. Every person has strengths, strengths of character or, or performance strengths. Let's switch it up though, because I know that a lot of parents listen to this and going, yeah, but my child's not Nelson Mandela. Uh, my child's at the other extreme. So let's say your child is, um, do you remember Wiley Coyote from Roadrunner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple of Wiley Coyote strengths real quick. So he was absolutely single-minded. He, <laughs> right. he had one goal in mind yep. and he just kept going. And that provided mm. an opportunity for him to be extremely creative yeah. because he just kept coming up with new <laughs> ways to try and catch the roadrunner. Yep. Uh, he was tenacious. Yep, yep. Um, and he was extremely energetic. So, so I'm not going to keep on going with this because time will get the better of us, but in no time at all we can identify strengths, even with some kind of tricky characters as well as some of the the very best humans in the world we all have potentials for excellence inside us these character attributes these performance capacities that we've got now children have them as well trouble is we spend most of our time telling our kids all the stuff they do wrong all the stuff they're no good at we focus on their weaknesses why didn't you tidy your room how could you be so forgetful as to you know forget that it was library day again or you forgot your ipad or your computer for school like what's going on in your mind why are you so uh, so absent-minded why are you not concentrating why don't you ever listen 
to what I'm saying. And we, we spend our days telling our kids about all of their weaknesses and we wonder why they've got self-esteem issues. How, when was the last time that as a parent you sat down and said to your child, here's what I'm crazy about when it comes to you or, you know, I've been watching you and I've noticed that you've got this strength. I wonder how we can help you to use it more. That is the kind of conversation that builds resilience in kids as they start to recognize their innate spark, that thing that's in them that can just light up their life, energize them. They're good at it and it it feels so authentic to use it. That's what we're talking about when it comes to strengths. Well, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night's conversation. I'm looking forward to you finishing the chapter. Well, I'll have a sneak peek now. Yeah, that's right. Thanks to you. This will be wonderfully helpful. We really hope that you've enjoyed the podcast. Justin Rulon from Bridge Media is our executive producer. Oh, no, he's not. I just promoted him. Justin (laughs) Rulon from Bridge Media is our producer and Craig Bruce is our executive producer. We really appreciate the work that they do. If you're loving the podcast, we would be so grateful if you jump onto whatever podcast platform you listen and leave us a rating and review so that other people can find out about it. If you've loved what we've talked about in terms of nine ways to a resilient child. You can buy the book pretty much anywhere or you can jump onto happyfamilies.com.au and become a Happy Families member. Join us for book club. Join us for our webinars. They're all included, Q&As and a whole lot of other stuff. We would love to have you become a part of the family. If you'd like more information about it, just visit happyfamilies.com.au. Listener.